What's up, everybody? Ron Carter here, your host of Ecom Billionaires, back at you with another episode, episode 16 today. And today we're going to talk about how to leverage Facebook groups ethically and get traffic to your offers for free. Before we jump into that, though, uh, I want to also let you guys know about another section of this show that I'm implementing. It's going to be at the end of every episode, and I'm going to be uh, going over my LinkedIn profile. Um, and not just to try to like get you guys to my profile. I'm going over my LinkedIn stats and how it's growing because I'm implementing the KJ Growth LinkedIn Virality Guide that I talked about in episode 15. If you guys haven't checked that out, after this episode is over, I implore you guys to go back and check out episode 15, all about LinkedIn and the organic reach that's on there right now. The organic reach on LinkedIn is ridiculous. It's really similar to what it used to be like on Facebook before they implemented their awesome advertising platform that they have. Uh, so yeah, if you want to take advantage of that and learn how to, uh, you know, the proper changes that you should make for your LinkedIn profile so that it's, you know, reaching out and, and getting a lot of people uh, and getting a lot of traffic to, to your profile organically, uh, yeah, either just download the guide or just keep listening to the podcast because I'm going to be letting you guys know the changes that I'm making every week and giving you guys the results that I'm seeing on a week by week basis. So yeah, I just want to bring you guys value and help you guys out. And, uh, but before we talk about LinkedIn, that's going to be at the end of the episode. Let's get right into how to leverage these Facebook groups and do it ethically. I'm really happy to bring this to you guys because um, I've been getting a lot of questions about this on my social media, on my Instagram, uh, on my Facebook. The questions weren't specifically how to leverage Facebook groups, but a lot of my questions have been, how do I get people into my funnels? How do I get traffic into my funnel as soon as I, uh, as soon as my funnel goes live? Um, if I download this funnel that you know, that I'm getting, how do I, how do I get people in here? And they're specifically asking how to get people into their funnels without running advertisements. Like they didn't say without running ads. Um, but I know that that's why they were asking because a lot of my content is about how to get traffic for free without ads, doing, getting traffic for free, uh, organically first, and then pixeling that traffic, pixeling whatever you're sending these people to. If you don't know, uh, a pixel is it's a small snippet of code that uh, that Facebook uses to be able to know what's going on on your website. So if somebody goes onto your website and you have a pixel on there, and you know, and by your website I mean like a blog post or or something, a piece of content, and you have this small snippet of code on there, somebody reads your content or whatever, and now you can send them you can send them more ads on Facebook. Basically, uh, you can tell Facebook to send, send this ad to anybody who's been on this website. And by putting that pixel code on your website, um, it allows you to be able to do that. So a lot of people use that to, to, for ads. Like they'll say, hey, anybody who's seen this ad, like show them this ad now. But I just use it on, on all my content and um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Uh, so, but that's why I only talk about um, making content right now and growing your audience because it's the first step in this process to be able to have really profitable ads 
And, and this is what I'm going through right now. I actually am in the middle of doing this myself. So um, as I get further along, you guys will hear more about that in the future. But right now, I want to tell you guys how I got my first affiliate sales. And this is also how I got my first $1,000 day. And I've only had $1,000 day so far, uh, but this is how I got it. Um, leveraging Facebook groups ethically. And, and this is a process that takes time. It's not a quick, uh, you implement this and then you get that type of strategy. It is not that. It's about putting in work and providing value. And, and I'm going uh, to cover a couple things that you guys should keep in mind when trying to uh, basically get traffic from other people's Facebook groups. Uh, and the first thing that you really have to keep in mind is you have to realize that this is somebody's group. A Facebook group is similar to an email list, pretty much, for the person who owns it. You know, for the people that are a part of the group, it's a place where they can go get value, they, where they can, you know, communicate with other people, where it's a community that, that they can go to or turn to. But for the person who starts it, it's an email list. They can run ads to everybody that's there. They have their email addresses if they ask for it at the beginning of the group. Uh, um, they could retarget Facebook ads to everybody who's been in their Facebook group. They can, there's so much stuff that they can do and value that they can get from everybody that's in the group. So usually they hate it if you go into a Facebook group and you start posting links. Like if I own a Facebook group and somebody posts a link in there, even if they have a, a post, they write out a bunch of stuff that brings a bunch of value it, you know, and then they say, if you want more of this value, click the link below. I'm not going to approve that post because I don't know who this person is and they're just trying to siphon my traffic off. So, so since I would feel like that, then I know that I can't do that to other people. So if I'm going to leverage Facebook groups, I have to do it the right way. And, uh, yeah, the right way is not bringing value and then following the value with an ask immediately, asking them to do something. And that's what you're doing when you when you have a long post and you and you bring value in the post, but then you have a link afterwards. Especially if that link is going to an affiliate offer. Like no, that's a big no-no. Um, because that that will get you kicked out of a group forever real quick. Especially if you just join a group and you start spamming the group with your links. So what's the right way to do this then? Um, the right way to do this is by providing value first. And instead of listing off what you guys should or shouldn't do, I'm going to tell you guys my experience and what happened to me when I started this. When I started selling in Facebook groups, I was trying to get people in to my mentor's training funnel that I have. And this training funnel, it, it provides a lot of value. Uh, there's affiliate links in the funnel for people who want to sign up for ClickFunnels, but you can go through the training funnel and, and not click any of those links and still get a lot of value and, and get a big overview for what it takes and, and uh, the kind of attitude that you have to have to be able to really be successful with affiliate marketing with ClickFunnels. Um, 
so I was trying to get people into that training and I had already been in it, of course. And, and so I know everything that's in there. My mentor created it, not me. Uh, but I, you know, I went through the training before I was ever, you know, promoting, using it to promote ClickFunnels. And I went into groups where people were marketing and selling and, uh, I started answering questions. But here's where I went wrong. I would see somebody ask a question and, and the answer to the question was something that I know was covered in the training. And so I would give them a long detailed answer to their question. And then I would say, if you want to know more, you can click the link below to enter this five lesson training. It's basically where I learned all this from. And uh, guess how many people would click that link? Zero. People didn't even reply. Or, you know, a few people would like it, you know, but people weren't replying. And I was... And, and I didn't answer one question like this. I, I went into a few Facebook groups and answered a bunch of questions this way. And I didn't get one people, one person into the funnel. And so that's not the right way to do it. And it's not the right way to do it because the group owner doesn't like it. And the people, the people that I was trying to reach, I can tell now, they were weary. Because of so many people selling BS right off the bat without forming a relationship when you do that even if you have something that's super valuable that will really help them when you do that they think that you're trying to get something from them because essentially you are when you go for the ask that quick you're not worried about them and providing value you know i wasn't and not at that not at that point i mean i was but in, in my head i thought you know you're going to get more value from this in here so come in here into this training funnel, but I have to realize that they don't know what's on the other end of that link and they have to kind of trust me a little bit just to even go in there. And, and I don't want them to go into that link weary. I don't want them to go into that link iffy or clicking on it just to see. I want them going in like knowing that they're going to get something that's super valuable on the other end and, um, and being mad at their computer for taking so long to load the page after they click the link. That's what I want them to do, you know? And uh, I want them to be really excited about it before they even click it. And how do I do that? So the way that you do that is not by posting one time and then dropping the link. You have to grow a relationship. And, and so I learned this... Uh, kind of like organically myself over two weeks of just trying this, you know, all day, trying to figure out how, how to do this. And one tip that I can give you guys that will really help, uh, is, um, when you find a group, you, well, let me back it up a little bit. All right. Um, so I just told you what went wrong and how to not market inside of Facebook groups. And I shared with you guys my story of what I did and how it didn't work at all. Uh, but I didn't explain how to find a group correctly yet. So let me back up and, and just explain what to look for when you're looking for a group to market in. Uh, when you're looking for a group to market in, you want to... Uh, of course, you can't really see what's inside most groups until you join them. So, you know, find groups that you think uh, 
is going to be good for your for your service or whatever it is that you're marketing or selling, you know, where you think your perfect customer is. That's really the best way to do this. If you have your perfect customer avatar mapped out and you know that they live, so to speak, inside of this Facebook group, like they're in there, then you know to join that group. And you join the and when you join the group, the first thing that you should do is you scan all the posts that are in there. And what you're looking for is you're looking for posts that are like value driven. You're looking for posts. If you see post after post are people uh, posting links to their websites or to their blog posts or to their YouTube videos or to, and you see that they're not really getting that much engagement, but they're all over the place. That's just exit that group. Because what that means is that group is not being moderated correctly because the moderator of the group should not be allowing that. And um, if, the, if the group moderator is, at, is doing their job and not allowing all these links to be posted in the group and making, you know, making sure that the group is a group where they focus on providing value to others and, um, and not through sending links, um, then you know you have a good group because those groups are the groups that have high engagement where the people are actually a community. The groups where everybody's posting a link is basically groups of people where everybody is trying to take from other people. And so that means nobody's clicking on links because everybody in the group is just trying to get their link clicked. So don't even waste your time with those. So find groups where people are providing value and that's their main focus. And where if somebody is posting links or spamming anything, the moderator is kicking them out. Because um, that's what makes the group valuable. That's what will make people stay there. So those are the ones that you want to find first and foremost to, to be leveraging. You don't want to be trying to leverage groups where everybody's posting a link. Because you're going to post your link in there too and nobody's going to click on it. <laughs> because nobody's clicking on links anyways. So that's the first thing. You have to find a group. And then the second thing that you have to do is you have to... You have to add value to that group. So what's the best way to do this? I know we hear this all the time. I'm always saying this. I'm value, value, value. You got to bring value first. Add value. Make sure your content's valuable. It's like a broken record, right? So how do you add value in somebody else's Facebook group? Um, I can't remember exactly who I heard this from. Uh, it might have been Steven Larson. Or uh, I think actually it was. But uh, Steven Larson, the main funnel builder at ClickFunnels, or at least he was until he, uh, he left ClickFunnels about a year and a half ago and started his own thing on his own podcast. But um, yeah, what you can do is you go into the Facebook group and every day you have a mission. And that mission is to answer one question in that Facebook group. To ask one question in that Facebook group. And to just engage with others in that Facebook group, engage on other people's posts, um, and be yourself. If you do this every day in one Facebook group over a period of two weeks, uh, you will be known by everybody in that group. Every, everybody will see you every, the group moderator will know who you are very well. And they'll know that you're bringing value to their group, which is increasing the engagement of their group, which means that his asset is growing, his or her asset will be growing, and, and they'll be very happy with you for that. 
So when you do this, this is how you bring value first to a group. You're bringing value to the individual members in the Facebook group and to the group owner. And even when you do that, you still don't want to post a link in that group. Um, so I just gave you the don'ts. <laughs> well, I gave you what to look for and what you should do and, um, and just kind of reiterated on some things that you shouldn't do. Um, this is not like a, you, this is not one of those equations or formulas where you bring a bunch of value and then you can uh, just ask straight out in the group. You still want to respect their platform. So I'm going to, uh, instead of telling you how to do it, I'm going to give you an example of what, um, what I do that still works. Um, so basically what I do is, is what I just already told you about answering questions and asking questions. And, um, I know that when I first started off, I shied away from answering that many questions. I wanted to ask questions and people weren't really engaging with me that much when I was asking questions. And, um, I realized that the way that you really, really get people's attention in Facebook groups is when somebody asks a question, you answer it, you like comment and you answer it and you go all out on answering that question in one comment. Like I'm talking about, I've left comments that were like three or four phone links in length when I'm scrolling on my phone. Just, and I had no idea that I was going that hard, but um, like on that comment, but I basically wrote a book and, and it was because as I was answering their question and bringing as much detail as possible, I would give backstory, um, I would give explanations, I would give analogies to make sure that they understood, I would explain the little things behind their question uh, that I can see that they might not have a thorough uh, grip or understanding on. Uh, I would go so deep with it. And... Um, what happened with this, at, at the end of every question, too, I would also, or at the end of every answer, I'm sorry, at the end of every answer, I would say, I really hope that that helps. I, I hope that uh, that answers your question. If you have any other questions or if anybody reading this has any other questions, feel free to hit me up. I love helping people out. This is what I do on here. I hope you guys are having a good day. Peace. Something like that. And, uh, and I'd have that on every single one that I answer. And I wouldn't even like answer a bunch of questions in one day in the group. I'd answer, you know, a few, and then I'd go to another group and answer a few. And these answers would take me like half an hour sometimes to make. And what I would notice is over the next few days after I do this, the person that I answered the question or somebody else will send me a friend request. They'll send me a friend request and uh, then we'll connect on Facebook Messenger because they'll message me. I won't have to message them. I don't have to ask people if they want to get into my funnel. All I have to do is provide extreme, massive value. And the people that resonate with it will contact me. A lot of times, the people who, the person whose question I answered, I wouldn't even hear from them. But I would get replies and then friend requests from three other people who liked my reply, the, you know, three other people who liked my, my answer or my comment, who just happened to be in the group and saw it. So, and once you're on Messenger, I still wouldn't sell them. Once we connect on Messenger, I would answer their questions thoroughly 
and then and I would keep doing the same thing. And this would develop over time. This a relationship develops out of this naturally, organically, and it and it happens to be a relationship of almost like student and teacher, um, and and that's because that's that's the kind of relationship that organically develops when when one person is always seeking advice from the other. And, uh, and as long as you keep delivering and keep answering their questions and keep letting them know that, that you love it and, and this is what you're there for and you love to be able to provide value and, and you give, give those questions your all. Even when I was on Messenger, I was still giving answers that were like super long, detailed, and in-depth because I know that that's why they contacted me in the first place because they like that and they like that I'm that I'm actually trying to help and I'm sharing with them my experience and a lot of the stuff that I was sharing with them was stuff that I learned in my mentors training that I haven't even implemented yet but when that happened I would tell them like in the message I would say hey I see your question um you know they might have a question about how to run ads and I would explain that it'd be it's a lot better to start creating content and then put a Facebook pixel like I explained earlier on your content and then just keep making content for a few months and then let let that pixel gather all that information and then you use that for your Facebook ad that way your ads are only going to people who already like know and trust you because they've interacted with your content before it'll reduce your ad spend so I would go into detail on exactly how to do that so yeah that would be a really long comment right so that's the kind of stuff that I would do, and I would keep doing that in Facebook or in Facebook Messenger. And over time, after about a week, two weeks, they would ask, you know, another question. And that's when I would let them know, like, you know, after they asked me three or four questions in Messenger, that's when I would let them know, like, hey, you know, I have a, a free training if you're interested. It covers all the stuff that we've been talking about. And it's basically where I learned everything that I know. Um, it's given by my mentor. I didn't make the training, uh, but I could refer you to it. It's free. If if uh, you know if you're interested in that, let me know. And I would also let them know about because my funnel that I have. Once you're in that free funnel, there is a there are affiliate links inside of there to sign up for ClickFunnels. And if you sign up for a free trial of ClickFunnels. You get all these bonuses, like ongoing coaching from my mentor, um, secret Facebook group where he provides value in live streams, like a bunch of stuff. So I let them know that that's inside there too before I give them the link. Um, just another like side tactic because after I've given them so much value and this relationship has started developing over a few weeks, they've started to like me, they've started to know me, and they've started to trust me. So I can tell them about stuff like that and, and pre-frame them and let them know what's ahead so they're not uh, hit with it unexpectedly. So they don't go into the group and think, oh, he is trying to sell me something. You know, they know, like, you know, you can get that offer or you can not get it. There's still a bunch of value in these, in these five lessons. And when I tell them that, they believe me because I've been giving them value for weeks already. So every time I've done this, Every time I've gone through this long process and then I've given this link out, they've opted in.
like a crazy opt-in rate. It's like 90%, um, somewhere around there. And out of those, uh, well, I don't need to go into numbers, but when you do this, it basically, you know, the people that you're reaching out to, they, they like you, they know you, they trust you. And that is exactly where you want your future customer. That's the frame of mind that you want them in. And this takes time. This is like what Gary Vee likes to say, hand-to-hand -hand combat. Because it's really not scalable when you're doing this in Facebook groups. Because um, you're providing value on an individual basis, answering individual questions inside of Facebook Messenger. So nobody else is going to see it. But when you start off doing this inside of Facebook groups, Everybody in the group is going to see it, you know, especially uh, because people are going to like that comment. It's going to stay at the top of the group. Um, and, I, and I say this because when I do this, I've had some comments uh, have more likes on the comment than the actual post that I commented on. <laughs> so, like, I had one comment get like 20 or 30 likes somewhere around there. Um, and it was just me answering a question. And a lot of times I'm answering the same question in multiple Facebook groups. Uh, and this stuff, there's another benefit to this. When you're selling something or you're trying to get people into your funnel, most of the time you don't want people who are wishy-washy or who aren't sure if they want what you're offering or you know or aren't sure if they want to start doing whatever it is that you're trying to help them do when i implement this process before i even give out the link to my funnel none of those people make it all the way through it eliminates them by only giving my link out to the people who are repeatedly asking me questions over a period of time when I only give my link out in that situation, what it does is it eliminates all of the non-action takers. This is so important. That's why, that's why I put the dramatic pause in there. Why would I want people who are just going to beat around the bush and not really take action to be opting into my funnel? I don't. I want the people who are going to take action, who, you know, I'm giving this value and I'm trying to give this information and this actionable advice so people can take action and reap the benefits themselves. You know, I'm trying to help other people help themselves like somebody helped me. So when I implement this whole like string of value over a span of a few weeks, and then have my link at the end of that. That's what allowed me to get my thousand dollar day. And, and let me unwrap that a little bit for you. I had a thousand dollar day and it wasn't because it wasn't because I sold a bunch of products or it wasn't because I sold something super expensive. It was because ClickFunnels has a, uh, it's basically called sticky cookie affiliate system. Um, and what that means is when somebody clicks on one of my affiliate links 
and, and signs up for my ClickFunnels free trial, um, I get 40% of their, of their bill when they pay their bill after the free trial is over um, every month. And I also get 40% of any other products that they purchase from ClickFunnels whenever. It doesn't have to be on the same day or within a week or if they purchase something the next day. It's just whenever. And ClickFunnels does an awesome job at letting their new free trial signups know everything that they have to offer. So when, somebody's, when somebody goes through my training and then decides to sign up for a free trial of ClickFunnels through my link, my link takes them over to the ClickFunnels sales page. And so then they sign up on the ClickFunnels website and then they start to get the, uh, the email sequences that Russell Brunson, the, uh, you know, the co-founder and CEO of ClickFunnels, um, his email sequence where he sells his other products. And if, to put these things together for you, if somebody signs up for a ClickFunnels free trial just to see what it's about, they're not going to be interested in all of these other products that Russell Brunson is going to be offering them in, the, in some emails over the next few days. They're not going to be interested in going to Funnel Hacking Live and paying like thousands of dollars to go to a live event for ClickFunnels because they don't even know if they want to use it yet. But since I have this whole string of, of value, like, and I have this whole process before I even give out my link, the people who signed up for my link are ones who are super motivated, who are already taking action usually, but just either taking the wrong action or they're not taking it in the right way. And they're just trying to figure out why this stuff just isn't working for them yet. And they need kind of that course correction. And, um, these are the people who will buy other stuff. So basically what happened is I signed somebody up for a free trial and uh, they paid their bill and then they bought tickets to a live event. They paid five grand to go to some event. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what the event was. It just says on my affiliate dashboard live event. And I got 40% of that, which was $1,200. It was actually like 1,118 or something like that. But, um, yeah. And I did nothing that day. Like that day I went to work and I checked my affiliate dashboard and was like, what? $1,200. Okay. And then I looked at what happened and yeah, one of my, one of my free trial signups bought a $5,000 package from ClickFunnels. That doesn't happen when the people that you're signing up are people who don't even know what ClickFunnels is. They're not sure if they're going to use it, and they uh, and they have no idea the you know amount of work that it takes to put all this stuff into place and, and the amount of time that it takes. The people who don't know all that stuff are usually the ones who sign up and then cancel. And that's not what I want, you know, if this is an ongoing thing, I'm not trying to just make one sale and then, uh, or get one free trial sign up and then that's it. Like my whole goal is to get people to sign up for the free trial and then provide them as much value as possible afterwards through ongoing coaching, ongoing connection and, and giving ongoing value. And, uh, 
what's the best way for me to let people know that that's my goal than by, you know, I don't think there's a better way than by showing them, you know, and I show them by doing that before even giving them the link. Like I just answer all their questions. I give them as much value as I possibly can. And then after some time goes by, I let them know that I have this training and it will probably help. It looks like they're really doing this and they're taking action and, and this will give them a, a clear sense of direction and maybe answer some other questions that they might not even know that they have. And uh, yeah, that, that's how you ethically leverage Facebook groups. And I'm doing this to get people into a free training right now for affiliate marketing, but you can do this for anything. You can do this if you're selling uh, hair gel. Just, I'm looking at my stuff in my room right now. If you're selling hair gel and uh, you, know, you can go into hairstylist groups and you start you know, bringing value, start answering questions. Because if you're selling hair gel, you know about styling routines, um, you know about what your gel should be used for, what it shouldn't be used for, you know about hairdos and hairstyles and different stuff like that. And, and really, you should be making content about that because you want people to be aware of the stuff that your gel can do, not just where it is and, and how to get it. You want to be giving them value. And so you go into Facebook groups similar to that. You answer questions. You bring value. bring as much of it as possible and uh, let people know that if they have any other questions, you're always down to, you know, to help out. And you don't drop a link to your product. You don't let people know where they can get it. You don't need to tell them that. If you have your store and everything set up, all you need is their attention and them wanting to connect with you. Because the person who is making the ask in any situation is the one who doesn't have the leverage. The person who is making the ask in any one situation is the one who does not have the leverage. So when you provide value, when you answer questions in Facebook groups, you provide value and you let them know that you're always down to answer more questions, you are positioning yourself over a period of time as the person with the leverage and people will come to you because they will know it, they will inherently feel it because when you do have value like that and you're not asking people questions but you're constantly handing it out, you do have the leverage. That's what that is. That value is leverage, that information that you're giving out and that's why people are requesting it and they keep coming back to you. So whatever that leverage or value happens to be in, whatever it is that you're selling, this process works. So I hope that really helps you guys out and I hope that you guys uh, try this go into some Facebook groups, uh, provide value, be persistent and patient, give it some time, never drop your link in a Facebook group. What I usually do is I would answer those questions and people would find me. They would message me, they would PM me. I wouldn't ever have to say, send me a personal message. The only time that I would say that is if people would go back and forth with me in the Facebook group and we'd have a long comment thread back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then they would keep answering questions there or asking questions on that comment thread. That's when I would say, I would, I would answer their question, but I would also let them know, you can send me a personal message if you wanna do this on Messenger or we can keep doing it here. Whatever's cool with you is cool with me.
You always want to make sure that there's no friction for them in whatever way they want to communicate with you. Um, so if they want to do it right there in the group, then you communicate right there in the group. And you don't ask them. The only time that I would ever tell somebody to PM me is if we're communicating back and forth on a group for a long time. And then they tell me that they want the training. They're like, can you please send me the link to the training? That's when I would say, sure, just send me a personal message. And then I would drop them the link in there. But that's only because instead of, that's only because instead of them sending me the personal message and then us doing that on Facebook Messenger, we're just doing it right there in the Facebook group. Either way, I give them a bunch of value and answer multiple questions before I give them that link. So this pre-frames them. It lets them know that you're serious about what you're doing and that you're honest and transparent. I hope that really helps out. Um, but now I want to dive into LinkedIn. So this KJ, uh, uh, KJ Growth Services LinkedIn uh, Virality Guide is fire. This stuff is awesome. Like I've just kind of like looked through the guide. I haven't implemented any of it yet because I wanted to come on here and kind of give you guys a base that you guys know where my profile is as of right now. And so this first section of this is going to be kind of short. I'm going to let you guys know where my profile is and, and what I've done on there, which is almost nothing. And uh, that way next week when I do tell you what I've implemented and what I've done and then I give you the stats, you will have kind of a baseline and you'll know like, okay, you'll know where I started from when I implemented this guide because I didn't start at zero. So um, right now, as of right now, uh, today is Saturday. I believe the 23rd, yeah, Saturday, the 23rd of February, I have 62 connections on LinkedIn. And over the last week, I appeared in 28 searches. Um, I have 144 post views. So 100, my posts were viewed 144 times. I haven't written an article or a white paper. I haven't published a piece of video content or a photo um, native to the platform. Everything that I've shared on LinkedIn has been links to my other content. It hasn't been anything original or native, something that I just made for LinkedIn. And uh, so that's what I mean when I say I haven't done anything on there. It's just been me sharing my blog posts, my videos, and, um, and my profile is almost complete. Um, I pretty much have my work experience that I'm a podcaster. Uh, on there, I have nothing about YouTube or it's just not filled out. Um, I have my photograph in there. I don't have a, a banner photo. I have the original default banner photo at the top of my profile. So this week, throughout the week, I'm going to implement a bunch of stuff in the guide. I'm going to go through starting on page one and, um, and we'll see where my stats go next week. But other than that, I'm happy to bring all this stuff to you guys. I hope you got some value out of it. Uh, if you want uh, links to everything that I mentioned in the show will be in the show notes. Just go to ecombillionaires.com uh, and then follow the prompts. To, it'll take you to the episodes and, and you can go to episode 16 and just click on it and scroll down. And you'll see the show notes. So that's ecombillionaires.com. I hope you guys are all having an awesome day, 
And, ooh, before I sign off, if you guys got some value out of this, if you guys have been following the podcast and, and you like what you hear, uh, I got a request for you guys. It would mean so much to me if you could take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and post it on your Instagram and tag me in it. I would, I would, I would go crazy. I would, I would repost it on my account. Like I would love it. Um, and I will, I will repost it if you guys do that. Um, if you take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now, just take a screenshot. It only takes a second. Um, and then post that on your IG stories and tag Ecom Billionaires Podcast. Um, if you guys got some value out of it, you know, that way you can share it uh, to, your, to your friends. And yeah, they'll be able to click onto my profile and get links to the show if they want. And if they want to check it out for themselves, I would super appreciate it. But other than that, I hope you guys are all having an awesome day, awesome evening, awesome weekend, awesome weekday, whatever it is when you're listening to this. I hope you're enjoying it. Peace.